Yeah. Welcome Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Music Stuff Show, where we break down the business of music to help you build a career doing what you love. Got him. Nailed it. <laughs> That'll go in the intro. <laughs> so it was a little uh, the one of the recent episodes we did where I was just like making a face at the beginning, mm-hmm. and you clapped, and like that was the intro of the show. It was hilarious when. We were editing the video together, and in video it was great. But then I listened to that episode and I was like, "What is going on right now?" And then because even I had forgotten what we were doing, I was like, "Man, this doesn't make any sense to the listener." Gotta keep that in mind. We should probably be better to the podcast listeners that yeah. just listen to the audio. Probably so. We're also probably not gonna be better for the podcast. We're doing our best, okay? <laughs> I we trust you guys as an audience to understand. That something's visually happening. Yes. And you got a fast forward button. Yeah. Live your best life. And a human brain. You can figure it out. I mean, it's not Mm -hmm. the end of the world. Yes. (laughs) So you got a fact for me today? Bro, you know. Still staying strong with my space facts, at least. I like it. For the time being. I like it. Uh, Did you know? Pluter. Pluter. (laughs) I want that to be a band name so bad. (laughs) Man, it could be like just super space we rock. We are Pluter. Like really small space rock. Really small space rock. <laughs> one guy, one mono output, and one 16 keyboard. delays. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Like a church band. Um, <laughs> million streams. Did you know Pluto is smaller than the Earth's moon? I did know that. It is even smaller in diameter than the United States. I did not know that. Crazy, right? Wow, no wonder it got demoted to planetoid. Dwarf planet? Is that what it is? I think it's dwarf officially... Planet? I could be wrong. It's changed a couple times. Okay. I think it's a dwarf planet. Because I think it gotcha. was, was a planet, mm-hmm. got completely nixed, and was probably a planetoid or whatever it was. That was that was like purgatory. we got to figure was. out what to do with this thing, so we're just going to planetoid it for the time being. And then I think after that, it was finally classified as dwarf planet. Gotcha. At least currently. Right. But yeah. I mean, it's, we could look it up. <laughs> nah. <laughs> hey, what was, uh, speaking of space, the Mars rover, was it the Curiosity rover? Opportunity. Opportunity. Man. That was only supposed to last 90 days and lasted for almost 15 years. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. But in like, did you see other wow. people crying? I almost teared up reading the text. I can own that. I'm secure enough in myself to admit okay. like how its last message to mm-hmm. Earth was, uh, I'm cold, or it was something like I'm I'm cold and it's getting dark or something like like, yeah. Oh, actually, that one. I'll how look does up. that happen? How is that the message that it sends it's out? It's a smart robot, man. To have like <laughs> human style communication like that. I don't know. Let's find out. I thought it was uh, just like a. It would just send data for like analyzing. Oh, I'm sorry. Its final message was. My battery is low, and it's getting dark. Oh. Yeah. That makes me sad. It makes me think of Wally or something. Bro, I, I literally, like, I'm not going to say I was tearing up. I feel like you're about to tear up right now. Man, I get emotional about <laughs> space. It, yeah. Space gives you the feels, huh? It really does, man. Especially, we're just like, we're at that really cool turning point in time that I think like the 50s and 60s wanted to be yeah and like made huge strides sure but 
I think we are actually now in a place that if we don't blow everybody up, like mm-hmm. if we can, if we can not kill ourselves, if we can make it like the next 50 years, yeah, we can make a really long time into mm-hmm. the universe. Yeah. Which is not my quote. I'm quoting somebody, but I agree with it. I yeah. think that if we can all just like be cool and totally. we, and we can make it the next 50 years, yeah. the stuff that we're going to see, dude, even like, uh, it's always like, look, if everybody can just be cool till midnight, <laughs> this is going to be the best party of all time. And everybody just got to be cool until the ball drops and then it'll be dope. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. It, this, the stuff going on in space, they just like, uh, there's a new, like, crazy telescope that's starting to see all this stuff that's, like, mounted to some plane that just sees stuff we've never seen. Like, yeah. actually this week, I'm pretty sure I, like, uncovers clues to the evolution of the universe and search for life because now it can see, like, magnetic fields in space and allows what? us to understand why, like, some black holes, like, suck in every single thing around them, but there's right. one in our solar system or universe that hasn't done that and they think that like the magnetic fields around it kind of help dictate mm-hmm. and regulate whether or not all of this sort of happens yeah space is so cool, it's so cool. <laughs> i love it so much god well on our music podcast what are we what are we talking about today coming soon <laughs> tom and vance explore space yeah dude That'd be awesome to podcast from space. Bro. We can do it. I volunteer as tribute. Do it. I volunteer as tribute. After some people have tested it. I need like... Obviously. I need some yeah. clear uh, success stories, but yeah. coming soon. I'm yeah. down. All right. Back to music. Let's get into it. So, today's question coming from a follower of the show. Shout out, Ariel. I apologize if I say this wrong, but I believe it is Gazarian. Uh, she hit us with, I'm in the beginning phases of working on an album called Love Notes that is like Christian folk country music. I actually have all the songs I need for a musical as well as pop, punk rock, rap, jazz, and ballads. I just watched your Find Your Lane podcast, which helped me a lot in thinking about how I present myself to others. I'm a singer, songwriter, piano player, and... Uh, once that gets established, I would like to somehow get my poetry out there as well as funny characters that I want to act out. I write plays and stories as well. Anything creative, that's me. Do you guys have any guidance for this? Thanks again for what you're doing. I really look up to you guys. Thanks for the love. Appreciate you, Ariel. I will, uh, obviously I don't think this is going to be live yet, but I'll still tag your socials and stuff in the own whatever you're on below. <laughs> Show notes, yeah, that's the word I was notes. looking for. <laughs> just notes. Maybe Yo, just say notes. The notes. In the notes. <laughs> There's show notes, there are YouTube notes, and then in, whatever else it's on. In, in the texticles underneath whatever you're consuming. <laughs> the texticles. <laughs> the texticules. Uh, wherever you consume this show. Yeah. Uh, but shout out, Ariel. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you supporting what we do. Um, that's a good question. And it is, I mean, I definitely think we hit on a semblance of that in the Find Your Lane episode, mm-hmm. but I, I, I would like to get down a little deeper into it. First of all, I want to say all of those are good things. Mm-hmm. There's no reason you should 
have to ultimately for the rest of your life only pick one of those things and only do that one thing for the rest of your life, right? Yeah. Uh, the saying that we all know is jack of all trades, master of none. But there's a second part to that that nobody says. The saying actually goes, jack of all trades, master of none, but better than a master of one. I never do that. That's the truth. No kidding. Yeah. Huh. So, man, people really take that out of context then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, there's, I, I know several of those, actually, that we don't use correctly. Fascinating. Um, so we say blood is thicker than water, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, it's something like the blood of, bro- the blood of brotherhood is thicker than the water of the womb. So it actually means the opposite of what people use it for. Really? Yeah. That one may be a slight misquote, but it's something to that effect. No kidding. Yeah. Um, so basically means your relationships that you choose are more important than the relationships you come from. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Jack oh, of all... the blood of the covenant is thicker the covenant. than the water of the womb. No yeah. kidding. So blood is not thicker than water. Man, people really... People want it to say Just paraphrase. Oh, yeah. You're on top of it. Twitter (laughs) paraphrasing. The letter R is just... Going hard R's today. In your lexicon today. Um, So, jack of all trades, master of none, but better than a master of one. Mm. It is good to be good at a bunch of different stuff. Mm. If you want to make all of those things work for you, though, then you have to start somewhere. So you don't have to pick one for the rest of your life, but you do have to pick one right now. And you pick the one thing, just pick, pick anything, if they all bring you joy, pick one that brings you joy and one that you are prepared to devote all of your energy to right now. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is you, have, you will pick one thing and then when you build it to a certain level, that will serve as the cornerstone and foundation upon which all of the other additions will be built. Yeah. We talk about The Rock on this show. A lot. Love you, Dwayne. Love Dwayne. Can't help it. Uh, Dwayne Johnson has done this beautifully. He started out as an athlete, playing football. Then he moved on to wrestling. Then he moved on to everything else he's done. I mean, with superb results, obviously. The guy's a monster. Yeah. Uh, So he took, he started out as an athlete, playing football. Mm -hmm. I think. He shattered his knee or something to that effect. He had an injury that prevented him from having a Going life pro and making right. it to NFL. Pretty sure he played college. Right. Uh, but he was a stud by all accounts. And he took that foundation of athleticism. When those dreams of, NFL, of the NFL were shattered, he didn't just give up. He took the foundation he had built as an athlete, as a football player, and parlayed it into wrestling. Mm-hmm. And that athleticism served to make him really good at that job. And on which, uh, actually, just to kind of caveat in there, mm-hmm. I think, and again, could be paraphrasing uh, or misquoting this, I think either his father or grandfather was also a wrestler. Father. So yeah. even at this point, like I would assume with athleticism through wrestling or would have had those skills going into football beforehand. Right was not, I'm a wrestler and a football player. Right. Had a main objective, even at the very beginning of, I want to be football. Okay, mm-hmm. that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Let me audible. Now we're in wrestling. Right. 
I just wanted to point out because I think even from the beginning, he's been very clear with intentionality about what he's doing. Absolutely. Carry on. Yeah. So he was able to move into wrestling. While wrestling, he was able to develop his acting jobs because that was, that's, I don't know, let's just call it 50% of the job. You got to sell it at the same time. And then from there, he took what he learned acting wise and parlayed it into a career as an actor. But all of that started on a foundation of focus and attention towards his athleticism as a football player. He was able to build upon that cornerstone. Now, is he still an athlete? Of course. Mm-hmm. Is athletics his full-time job? Maybe arguably so. It definitely right. is his part-time job on the side. Totally. But his foundation of athleticism still is in use today mm-hmm. as an actor, as an action hero. All the things that he does all the time, right? Mm-hmm. He has the Titan Games now built upon athleticism. Yep. It's all an extension of who he is. But he started as an athlete. Mm-hmm. And so what I think is the case here, we have singer-songwriter, folk singer, hip-hop artist, plays, characters, all of these different things all can stem from the same identity as an artist, mm-hmm. but we have to start somewhere. So I would argue that the place to start is probably the thing that you do the best. What do you think is the, the thing that you excel at the most and start there? Yeah. I agree on all accounts. Um, to just kind of take that a step further, I think a couple of things. I think number one, uh, especially if you haven't hit publish, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you have dabbled in all of these things. So maybe you do objectively like all of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that the idea of a lot of things sounds really, really great. Mm-hmm. And unless you like put in the energy and try something like touring, yeah, I think lots of people think they want to tour. Yeah, I think a small percentage of those people actually want to tour yeah. once you get out there and do that. And that's not a bad thing. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's wrong no. to want to try things. Yeah. So I, I do think on one side, attempting a bunch of things allow you to learn like, okay, this sounded cool. Maybe it's not. I figured I would try this and didn't really think it was that big of a deal, but mm-hmm. I actually really like this side a little bit more. And I think helps to develop you as a person and figure out like what you really love diving into, just mm-hmm. as an aside, I completely agree with Tom in the sense of picking something to start with. Um, I'll even, I think you'll go farther faster if you pick one thing and stick to it mm-hmm. at a time. That said, if you don't want to listen to us and buy into that, that's okay. Yeah, I have you. done the same. Well, I'll even say like, because I have been that guy, 100%, done a thousand same. different things yeah, where... Too. I have friends that are really close friends mm-hmm. that don't really know what I do. They just know a lot of things that I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am a victim of this kind of branding as well. That being said, if you're going to do those things, you still need to pick the thing you communicate. Yeah. So like, let's say, okay, you want to make this Christian folk country music record that you have the songs for. That's great. Mm-hmm. It is different to say, I am a country folk uh, Christian artist. And then you also still happen to write songs on the side and write things for other people and act mm-hmm. as a hobby. Mm-hmm. It is very different to try and tell everyone, I'm an artist, I'm a songwriter, I'm an actor, I make characters, I have a musical. Mm-hmm. Because 
Like if I meet, if I don't know you, like I can believe you're talented if I'm your friend and I see you work and I do things with you. I can believe that you're probably capable of being talented. Mm-hmm. But if I don't know you from Adam or off the street, yeah. even if I like you, even if we hit it off, even if I want to support you, if you leave me with a list of 10 different things you want me to check out, mm-hmm. that is incredibly overwhelming and I'm less likely to check out any of those right than if you're like hey I am an artist and I put this out yeah but I also think in my personal experience uh like showcasing one and communicating one and doing that one thing well naturally opens the doors for the other ones as opposed to the opposite way around like being a great artist naturally opens the conversation with other people that are like hey did you write your songs? Right. Oh, I did. Totally. Oh, well, that's cool. Do you ever, like, write for other things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be happy to write for other things. Yeah. Okay, well, you just really naturally, because you were actually really great at your artistry, mm-hmm. just completely without effort, opened the door to be able to do the songwriting thing. Totally. Okay, cool. So now you're writing these songs. All of a sudden, you're in the room, and you go to a co-write at somebody's house. They have a piano, and you're like, okay, let's work something out. You sit down, you start playing the piano. I didn't even realize you play piano. All of a sudden, yeah, you know, without having to sit there and be like, oh, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Show people. Like, yeah. you know, if it comes up and people ask, you know, don't be scared to tell them that you can if they bring it up. Mm-hmm. But I think in terms of your brand and what you project to people outwardly, what you put on your website, what you put on your social media, what you tell people, if you have a LinkedIn, I don't know if musicians have LinkedIn, it's going down the rabbit hole, but I am signed up. <laughs> I never check it. <laughs> Nevertheless, whatever yeah. platforms you use, however you communicate, if you meet me and Tom in the street or anybody else for that matter, mm-hmm. what's the thing you want to be known? Because even back to the rock, like at this point, yes, is an actor, owns a production company that makes mm-hmm. blockbuster movies, currently is in the process of launching a tequila company hosts the titan games Mm -hmm. does all of these things you know i feel like he still makes appearances every once in a while at like wrestling stuff does he i i don't think it's like often but i think like once or twice a season it happens okay uh i could be making that up i feel like he posted something about it he does or not nevertheless does all of these things what is the rock the rock is an actor right now Mm -hmm. like if you're going to commu- same way with like Kevin Hart, pretty much like you besties really, you and really do the could same. say The Rock is an entertainer. Yeah, like and sure, is capable of doing those things. Yeah. And has this long crazy track record. Mm-hmm. I think another important thing that I really like about The Rock is I don't directly remember the quote, so I'm going to paraphrase it. But he was talking about uh the I believe the uh CEO or one of the directors from Disney. Mhm. And how he learned from him, he's like, to make something that is truly global and truly like a household name, that takes 10 years at least to like build and be intentional. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like with The Rock, taking over China with film. Yeah. When no one else is doing that, he didn't magically wake up and be like, oh, I want to make Skyscraper to... Right. Oh, China wants to watch it? I guess we'll do that. Like, the man is thinking 10 years down the road, and I think some of this stuff comes with that, where Mm -hmm. 
it is real easy to be creative. It is real easy to have squirrel brain. It is real easy to want to be like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. Yeah. And I think this is something that I personally learn constantly uh, mm-hmm. just in life where I think at the beginning of my 20s, I still felt that way. We're like, I want to do it. Let's do it right now. What's this? What's this? What's this? Totally. And while I completely believe you should always be taking action, you should be publishing. Mm-hmm. I also continually start to see the value of like, okay, cool. I'm going to focus on this so that I can really do this and do this well. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to think about things that like, I want this to do well so that three to five years I can start trying to work on this and hopefully set me up to do this well. Mm-hmm. And then really like, yeah, I want to hit that point so that like 10 years from now, like the real big aspirations, the real big goals, the kind of next level stuff that is not possible today or tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know, having some intentionality about that and being okay with the fact of like, I'm making a career. Mm-hmm. This is not a flash in the pan that I'm just trying to do. Have that confidence in yourself that you're yeah. really trying to build something for the long term. Yeah. Uh, and I think you can do all those things. Yeah. I want to... Uh, I want to go back to a point you made early on about discovering the things you don't like. Mm-hmm. This is really important. Only by trying things will you actually know if you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, the idea of something may sound really attractive. Mm-hmm. This has happened to me a ton. Yeah. The like, so folk singer songwriter, Christian singer songwriter, country singer songwriter, hip hop, plays character development all of these things they're all great but you may try all of this and realize i like writing christian music but i don't want to be a christian artist Mm -hmm. i love performing country music i want to be a country artist Mm -hmm. so i'm going to be a country artist i'm going to write folk songs for folk artists and i'm going to write christian songs for christian artists Mm -hmm. but i'm a country artist yeah i also really love hip-hop I might incorporate some of those elements into my country artistry, which mm-hmm. right now there's never been a better time. Yeah. And I also write hip hop songs for other people. And I love listening to hip hop. I really like character development, but I don't want to take the time to write out an entire play. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll be a co-writer on a play mm-hmm. or maybe I'll co-write scripts for a comedy TV show mm-hmm. or something like that. Maybe I can, with my musical talent, score some short films in TV. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the way I get that outlet out. Maybe that it incorporates even further into my musicality. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't want to deal with character development at all. Mm-hmm. There's a thousand different ways that can play out. Maybe I've written some folk and some Christian, some country. Maybe I hate country music. Yeah. Maybe I discover I really don't like writing country music. I love to listen to it, but I really don't like writing it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I want to be a Christian folk artist and I don't want to write country at all. I just want to listen to it on the radio. Yeah. Maybe the same set for hip hop. You only by trying yeah. will you learn the things that you don't like, which is equally as important as learning the things you like. I completely That's agree. It's a huge, huge point. I think even with that, it's, you know, if you're going on that journey, it's really important to, uh, there's always options. Like, mm-hmm. there's always going to be options. There's always a thousand different, like, there yeah. is no right answer. No. And so I think, you know, again, if you love it, all the things, you know, I won't tell you don't do those in your free time. Mm-hmm. But I also think that, like, it's easy to get caught up, again, from personal experience, mm-hmm. of, like, well, I know I can do this, and this might be a little bit easier to make me some right. cash so that I can get to that. Right. <clears throat> you know, you probably already have a day job. Mm-hmm. Don't, 
make a day job out of an aspect of music you don't actually want to do. Totally. Because that's a real quick way to stop loving music, which is the whole point of trying to do this as a job because <laughs> right. it's the thing you love. Yeah. Um, and, and so I think like that should just be a piece of that. Like, are you writing pop and punk rock and rap and jazz and ballads mm -hmm. because you love writing those things? Right. And if that's cool, like if you love it mm -hmm. and you're like, no, nah, I'm just inspired by all this stuff, mm -hmm. I will never tell you to not do that. Yeah. But if you're like, oh... I don't really like hip hop, but I have a bunch of friends that are rappers, so. Right. You know, like, it's not that you can't do it, but the way that that typically, I would argue eight to nine times out of 10, pans out is that, mm -hmm. okay, well now you're doing this thing, and then it feels like a chore because you don't really like doing it. Mm -hmm. And if you, you know, aren't famous, household name, or have a wall full of plaques, mm -hmm. myself included, yeah. you're probably not magically in the room with a-list artist to where you're like well this is gonna buy me a house right which i get that i don't fault that at all mm -hmm. but the reality is if you're like doing this with homies because you're like well i can do this because they do this then eventually you're going to start to just be frustrated because you didn't want to really do it in the first place and it's going to put a wedge in these friendships like totally just be honest with yourself like yeah. i think at the end of all of this it really comes down to you know what you communicate Pick the thing. Pick mm -hmm. the number one thing, and that's what you communicate. Mm -hmm. All of the other things, experiment. So yeah. you learn about yourself, do it in your free time, you know, when you're not really pushing this main objective forward, mm -hmm. you know, or save it as a, a tool in your tool belt for when it comes up in conversation because somebody was so impressed by your thing. Right. And then just b care about yourself enough to be transparent and be honest and own like, okay, you know what? I don't like this. Right. I'm going to cut that out because you know what? No one's forcing you to make music. We are not in a career. No one's parent is like, well, if you don't become a pop star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this is. Right. This ain't like becoming a doctor, a lawyer. Like, if you're here, if you're listening to our show, it's because you, in some capacity, want to do this. Yeah. And if that's the case, own that. Yeah. Do it because you want to do it, because you love it, and do it the way you want to because there has never been a greater time with so many freaking resources to be able to mm -hmm. do whatever you want, however you want, and just hit yeah. publish. Yep. Yeah. Pick one that you have a fire about. Mm -hmm. Don't pick one because it's the thing to do. Like, I'm just going to come out and say it right now. I think right now would be the worst time in the world to try to become a hip-hop artist if it's not your fire way too much because hip-hop is at the top of the pile right now and as everybody knows whatever's at the top of the pile doesn't stay there yeah. so what would end up happening is you choose hip-hop because it's the end thing not because you love it mm -hmm. and then you're stuck on the downward tail end of this thing that you don't love and what happens after that you see another thing on the rise you're going to jump to that because you didn't want to be doing this in the first place whereas if if hip-hop is your bread and butter your lifeblood you're going to do it no matter what, up and down, whatever. You can hop into it anytime. Yeah. Whatever. So pick the thing you have a fire about. Don't pick stuff because it's convenient or because you think it'll make you money. And also, I can't stress this enough, don't be afraid to fail at the things you try. For sure. Because in it, like currently it may feel like a big deal. I tried folk and country and I failed at country and now I'm embarrassed. People see that. Mm-hmm. 
if you spread out your journey over five years and let people be a part of the whole thing, mm-hmm. people are going to be like, this folk artist over the past five years has dabbled in and out of all these different things as a folk artist. And I see how that's impacted her decision making in her art as a folk artist. Because over the course of five years, people are going to identify you as the folk artist that you want to be. And they're going to see the country influence at the beginning and how you figured out how to incorporate that into what you do. And they're going to see the hip-hop influence over here and how you incorporated that into what you do. And all of it served to make you the artist that you are. Mm -hmm. Here, on the timeline, you did hip-hop, it felt like a failure. But on on the greater timeline as a whole, it simply serves... Not even as a deviation, mm-hmm. as an input point for people to see how that sort of got incorporated into the thing that you do overall. So right now in the present, it may feel like a failure, but over time, it's not. It's just a stepping stone. It's a part of the journey. Absolutely. So don't be afraid to fail. It's not a failure. It's an educational opportunity. Dude, Katy Perry started as a Christian artist. There you go. The Rock. Like you want to talk about his early movies for a guy that... I believe was the highest paid actor in Hollywood last year. Mm-hmm. Like back when he was around Scorpion King and mm-hmm. all that stuff, no one would have looked at Dwayne the Rock Johnson and been like, "This yeah. is going to be the highest paid actor in all of Hollywood and the world and yeah. completely dominate a market that no one's even touching here mm-hmm. globally." Yeah, no one would have said that ten years ago. No, but you know what? He freaking showed up. He works his ass off harder than any other person probably on the planet mm-hmm. and just does the thing and doesn't care what anybody else says. Yep. Like, that's right. Just keep your head the down. grindstone, head down. Just do your thing. Yeah. And the rest will come out in the wash. Yeah. It really will. I mean, you have your whole life. If this is going to be a career, you have your whole life. Try it all. Start somewhere. Build a cornerstone. Yep. I cannot stress that enough. Build a foundation and a cornerstone, especially for all the reasons we've outlined, but also because that cornerstone is going to serve as the way you support yourself while you're trying these other things. Yep. If you can use that cornerstone to eliminate the day job, it gives you a whole lot more opportunity to keep trying the other stuff you want to try. Yep. Start with the cornerstone and then take it from there. Absolutely. Yeah. See you guys next week. Pew, pew.